Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money of M 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Let's take a look at uh, what will be in focus for markets this week. Uh, Ryan, let's start off by you know taking a look at the front page of the Business Times. And it looks like some announcements were made late last night where... ABSD is concerned. Yeah, it's a strong signal for the local property market and very interesting because it broke very near midnight and this is something that could see some implications for property investors. So this was one of the loopholes out there for investors to get around and this involves buying property with the use of trusts. Okay. So this is where they have now slapped an ABSD or additional buyer stamp duty of 35% on any transfer of residential property into a living trust. So previously, you could set up a trust and this trust did not need to have any names or any beneficiaries identified. And this would then circumvent the existing ABSD measures and let anyone um, who bought that property using their trust to avoid paying ABSD. All right. So this is going to be quite interesting. I believe all of this is on the back of those cooling measures that came out not late. Late last year? Late last year or something? Sometime in December, we had the ABSD being raised from 12% to 17% for Singaporeans buying their second property. So you can really see how this is the latest move to just scrutinize the property market for any signs of prices going a bit too high than it needs to be right now. Mm. So Mm. um, something that could play out for property markets or the stock market today as well in terms of developers or any knee-jerk responses there. All right. We are still taking a look at the situation with regard to the United States Federal Reserve. I mean, last week we saw a bit of a bloodbath a day after the Fed announcement was made. And now we're going to turn our attention to the latest consumer price report. Yeah, so it's back to inflation in the forefront of what's going to be uh, watched this week. So we've got both US and Chinese inflation data out and we are watching out for the Federal Reserve speakers to also be making their rounds at the various events, making their usual comments and outlook on what the economy is going to be like, what the policy will be in terms of aggressiveness. And if you look at the US inflation expectations, we are watching out for the consumer price index in the middle of the week to come in to show a 0.2% rise month on month and year on year it will be down from 8.5 to 8.2 percent so a couple of things they'll be running hot and food and car prices are expected to stay elevated on the flip side we are expecting lodging prices airfares and transportation services pricing to kind of moderate so that's what to watch out for and of course in the background is the 10-year treasury yield at Mm. their highest levels in four years Uh, it hit 3.13% on Friday. Further in the background, though, not quite in that sense, uh, we'll be paying attention here in Asia to China's trade data that'll be out this morning. That's right. So this is something that's been really impacting a lot of companies because the supply chains of their businesses have been impaired from the likes of Tesla, car maker, to device makers like Apple. So this all around what's been happening in Shanghai, the lockdowns just uh, affecting the ports, workers going to work, factories... Major cities have been kind of stalled in terms of productivity. So the trade data out today at 11 a.m. will show how much export growth has slowed down. And we are looking at consensus pointing to 
the slowest pace in nearly two years. Yeah. And imports are likely to have contracted for a second month. A sign of weak consumer spending. Of course, people locked up at home to some extent are not able to spend. Mm. So you've got a few things to watch out for. And I think worth noting as well, Chinese Premier Li Keqiang has come out over the weekend to warn of a complicated and grave employment situation because of all these problems. And he is now instructing government departments and regions to prioritize measures to help businesses retain jobs and ride out the storm. Yeah, and it was something that was mentioned, um, or at least a lockdown situation was mentioned at the Fed meeting. Jay Powell, of course, brought it up late last week. Uh, today, we're also paying attention to this one, and I can't help it. I, it kind of excites me, the Philippines elections. You can expect a lot of colour coming through yeah. from the Philippine elections. There are so many names in the running and so many positions, not just the president, but all the um, city council officers yeah. and down like the road, vice president as well. 18,000 positions or so. Over 18 thousand. So of course, everyone's pretty focused on who will be the next leader of mm. the Philippines. And look at the opinion polls. We have Bongbo Marcos or Ferdinand Marcos Jr., the son and namesake of the late dictator in the lead to pretty much win it by a landslide. That is according to opinion polls. And of course, his main opponent is the presidential frontrunner, Lenny Robredo. And the frontrunner to be vice president is the daughter of the current president. Oh. Rodrigo Duterte. So yeah. she is something to look at. All these candidates are going to be closely watched to see if things play out the way they've been projected. Okay, we've got other issues to look at as well as Russia Victory Day. Uh, do tune into our calendar of the day segment where we talk about the implications there. Uh, tomorrow also, we've got the South Korea presidential inauguration as Yoon Suk-yeol is set to be inaugurated as South Korea's president. Wednesday, China is back in focus, Ryan. That's right. So we have the inflation data coming through on Wednesday to help add to the picture here of of course, today is where we get the export data, the trade numbers. And we are watching for inflation to pick up. No surprise, huh? because of all the rising costs of raw materials and industrial materials all going up. And the PPI, the Producer Price Index, was up 8.3% in March. And for April, we are watching it to rise slightly further as well. So that is going to be in focus to help lend to the picture of um, where things are going, possibly in terms of how much of an impact the economy might be hit by. And also, one of the big property developers in China, Sunak China Holdings, oh, yeah. their grace period will be ending on Wednesday for their missed bond payment. They were supposed to pay last month and they did not pay $29.5 million yeah. of uh, coupon payment for their okay. bonds. So they'll be due on Wednesday and if they don't manage to find money by then, you can expect some negative headlines possibly to drive market sentiment on Wednesday. Yeah, it's also going to be very busy for our neighbours because we're looking forward to their monetary policy decision. I think it's out 3pm on Wednesday. Yes, so we are watching out for central banks to see if they will respond or see any pressure from the latest Fed meeting. Mm. And we are watching out for Bank Nagara Malaysia to raise their rates as well by 25 basis points. And this will bring it to around 2%. And they are also expected to move it even more in the third quarter, 2.25%, and all in the backdrop of what every other country is facing as well, uh, all these inflationary pressures. Yeah, on Thursday, though, uh, it's going to be an interesting one as U.S. President Joe Biden will host a special summit with top leaders of ASEAN in Washington. We're talking about 45 years of relations with ASEAN. 
Yeah, so this will be something that will drive headlines. And you've got all the leaders in ASEAN meeting in Washington and on the table, all the hot topics. We are talking about the Russia-Ukraine war and the political crisis in Myanmar among all the trade issues that need to be ironed out. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Ryan. Ryan returns at 7.35 with a finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.